You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I'm your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Welcome back to the Ditch the Budget podcast. This is a question that I get asked all of the time, and that is, how do I get out of debt? Now, if you're somebody that has debt, whether it's a small balance and something that you're able to manage or whether your debt is out of control or whether you don't currently have debt but you have in the past or you are planning on making a purchase that is something that you haven't quite saved for, um, let's say it's a new car or something that's a little bit bigger in nature that you know you'll pay it off in the next few months, you're going to want to tune into this episode. This is going to be a part one because there's so much information around debt that I couldn't jam pack it all into one episode. So part one, today's episode, we're really going to focus in on really three steps in order to first tackling your debt. So when I'm advising my private clients, these are the first three things that we do and we really dig deep in them. Um, So the very first step is, and this is the hard part, this is the scary part, this is the part that we all don't like, but it's so important to do. We need to total it up. So simple, right? But it's not necessarily easy. And I like to think about it in the same way I think about fitness, health and fitness. If you're overweight and you know you're overweight, but you don't actually know quite how much you're overweight, you might be avoiding the scale, right? Because as soon as you step on the scale, it becomes real. That number becomes real. And all the scale is, is a tool for you to be able to make a plan around. It's a tool, it's a measurement tool, it gives us a lot of information, but that's really all it is. Like, let's not give it more power than that. And that's really what we are trying to achieve when we are talking about our debt. Let's not give the number any power, let's not give it any, and what, I, what do I mean by that? I find that why people avoid this first step of totaling it up is because the number is very scary for some of you. And that number you are reflecting as part of your worth, right? Oh, I've done a shitty job of managing X, Y, Z. I've overspent my maybe your partner doesn't realize how much uh, your credit card balance is, right? There's so many different elements in this. Again, money is is emotional and our debt is emotional and we can have feelings of once we total it up we can bring up feelings around um, inadequacies with handling our money and and wow I really like got into trouble here imagine what that money could have gone to right and you start thinking of the what if so if only I did this and I want you to stop that. I want you to just total it up, just treat it as an exercise for school, right? We're pretending we're in school here and just total it up. And what I want you to do is for each each source of debt, so let's say it's a Visa card and a MasterCard, a line of credit, a car payment, a mortgage, maybe it's multiple credit cards, maybe it's a payday loan, it doesn't matter what it is, but you need to figure out 
a few elements of each debt individually, and then you need to figure out what the total amount is. So number one is we need to figure out what the balance is. How much do we owe? We need to also be very aware of what our limit is. That, that's information, that's data that we, we are going to need to utilize. Because, for example, if you have a debt that's maybe costing you a lot of money, but you have room on maybe a lower cost debt, so maybe instead of it being on a credit card, you have still some room on a line of credit, it might make sense to use that line of credit to pay it off so that you can... Um, you know, just save on the interest rate. Again, anything that I talk about here is very general in nature. You should always want to sit down with a financial professional and just make sure that your strategy is appropriate to your own money mindset and all those different things. But um, here are essentially the steps that you want to follow. You want to figure out what the balance is. You want to figure out what the, the overall credit limit is. You want to identify the interest rate, the current interest rate of what you're paying. A lot of times people don't realize that if you've missed a payment or uh, if you've been, you know, maybe late on a payment, sometimes on certain credit, your interest rate may have increased and you might not, if you're somebody that doesn't open your credit card statements, uh, you might not even be aware that your credit your credit interest rate has actually increased. So that's very important to be very aware of what the interest, the current interest rate is. We don't care what it was five years ago when you opened that credit card up. We care what it is now. So being aware of that is very important. And then the amortization. How long is it going to take you to pay off that debt? Most credit card companies in Canada, it's actually now the law in Canada that we need to see how long it's going to take us to pay off the debt. Now, what happens is the credit card companies are putting on their statements the using the minimum payment. So oftentimes your minimum payment is essentially your interest for that time period plus a nominal amount. $10 is pretty typical. So the interest amount plus $10. Well, if you're only actually putting $10 towards the principal of your $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 debt, you can see how it will take you many, many, many years to pay it off. But it's important to see what that amortization schedule is. Because what a lot of people miss is you feel good that you're paying off you're paying your credit card bill every single month that comes in. But that bill is actually not designed to help get you out of debt, unfortunately. That bill is just servicing the interest for the most part. So if you just pay the minimum balance, you're going to have a hard time getting out of that debt. So um, it's important to just understand that and then total it all up, as I mentioned at the very beginning. So that's the first step, right? We need to get crystal clear of what we're working with in order to make a plan. The second the second step to getting out of debt is we need to identify the root cause of your spending. So why is the debt there in the first place? Is it things that we weren't prepared for? Um, so for example, let's say you um, got into a car accident, you weren't, obviously nobody expects to get into one, and you had to pay a $1,000 deductible and that went on your credit card and it never got paid off. Um, what, let's say it was... Um, I don't know, just something popped up, right? You got invited to a wedding you weren't expecting to get invited to and that cost you a couple hundred dollars because you had to travel out outside of where you live and that was a hotel stay and a new outfit and all the things, right? So you need to identify where did the debt come from? 
because if it was because of that, let's say that car accident, well, now we know how to solve it, right? If the, if, if the debt is there because of an emergency, we know we need to build an emergency fund. If the debt is there because of an event, like a wedding, well, now we know we need to build in something, some sort of mechanism in our cash flow plan to be able to have us say yes to those events, right? Say yes to those weddings that we know are going to cost $500. Where does the money come from? We need to figure that out before we're saying yes. So you need to identify the root cause. Most people miss this step. And to to be 100% transparent, this is why I work with my private clients is to really get them to understand their root cause, understand their spending triggers, understand, um, yeah, you're unhappy with the way you look and that's why you're overspending in this area. So we need to get you loving yourself before we can really fix the debt. So it's a very complicated answer, as you can imagine. When somebody asks me, how do I get out of debt? It's going to be very customizable for each person. Uh, These are really great steps that you can follow to do it on your own. But truly, you you need sometimes somebody from the outside looking in to, to really put a spotlight on that root cause of why you're spending the way that you are and give you some tangible tips as to how you can stop doing that. Because as I mentioned in previous episodes, you can get out of debt. We can do all the things to get you out of debt. But until you've dealt with this root cause, it's all going to come back as soon as the debt is gone because you haven't changed your behavior. Truly, you haven't. You've put a band-aid, a band-aid solution over it. So that's step two is identifying the root cause. And then step three is you need to pick, we need to pick a debt repayment strategy. There's typically three that we use and I'm going to be outlining outlining the three in part two of the get out of debt um, episodes. So essentially it's a debt snowball, a debt avalanche or a debt snowflake. So tune in to the next episode where I outline all three of those. But that's the third step is you need to fit, pick uh, whichever strategy works with your behavior and then you just execute the strategy, right? We build in the amount of money in the cash flow plan in order to be putting extra dollars towards your debt and we just tackle it. We've identified the root cause, so now we're also working on you know, the root cause, but getting out of debt isn't a quick fix, right? And it never, it never can be. It's gonna be a lifelong uh, journey, to be honest with you. And for a lot of people, they feel like, well, why should I even start? And you know, getting out of debt is really super important in order to build wealth. Because if you have a lot of debt around you, uh, first of all, that's probably not helping your stress level any. I have not met many people that can handle uh, significant debt without stress. There are the odd exception, you know, where debt just really doesn't bother them. But for most of us, most of us um, feel immense stress around debt. And what does that mean? What does that translate into? Well, stress, financial stress is the number one cause of divorce. So you have any kind of financial stress, especially if it's secret, right? I deal with many couples where one is not aware of the credit card debt of the other and it's causing a strain on their marriage and they don't even know why. And it's because there's 
this stress component to it. Uh, they're stressed out about their debt. They're not sharing that. They're not open and honest with their partner around the debt, which is seeping into their marriage in other areas. They're testy about something else. It has absolutely nothing to do with taking the garbage out. It has everything to do with the financial stress that they're under, and they're not able to share that load with their partner. So it's, you know, it really truly is uh, an element that is super important is to really get to the root cause of, of the debt to, in order to be able to, um, to handle it. And most people in my experience, they just are not willing to dig deep in this area and really understand why the debt is there in the first place. So if you can get a handle on that, um, your debt pretty much goes away, right? We make the plan, we figure out what the best debt repayment strategy is for the current debt while we are addressing, you know, why we got into debt in the first place. It's very similar. You'll often hear me relate, uh, you know, a weight loss journey or a health and fitness journey with finances because the two, there's so many correlations and I just find that it's, it, it, it's, I can put it in a way that is very easy to understand. So if you think about it, if you don't understand why you put on weight and get to that root cause, then as soon as it's gone, you'll slip back into old habits because that's human nature. It just is. And we've talked about money in the past being very emotional. It's very emotional. So you can... And oftentimes, actually, what happens is this is a kind of the scientific part about paying off debt is we give ourselves permission because, quote unquote, we've done something good, right? We've paid off all our debt. Like, look at us, pat on the back. And then what happens is we actually give ourselves unconscious permission to spend again. It's called a licensing effect and it's very common. It happens so often. So we really make sure that we get deep rooted in why the debt is there in the first place, make a plan so that it doesn't happen again as we are tackling the debt. So those are the first three steps that you're going to want to take. You're going to want to total it up and truly understand that the current balance, the credit limit, the current interest rate and the time horizon of when to pay it off. You're going to want to identify that root cause and then you're going to want to pick your strategy. So tune in to the next episode where I outline the three main strategies for getting out of debt. We'll talk then. 